Welcome to Beautiful Banter, the podcast where we discuss mental health, mental illness, and mental health recovery. I am your host, Andrean Kennedy. Remember, you can live your best life despite a diagnosis. Hello, everybody. This is Andrean from Beautiful Brain Collective, and I'm back with another episode of Beautiful Banter. So... In the last episode, we talked about accepting your illness. So today I want to talk about the decision to get well. Um, Dealing with a mental illness, as we all know, can be really rough and it can be really tough and it leads to a a bunch of different emotions. But um, When you decide that you want to get better, that's when things or when you decide that you want to be an active participant in your mental health journey, that is when things start to turn around. So the first step in mental health recovery is acceptance. Once I realized that I was in control, that's when positive things started to happen. I could control this illness or I could let the illness control me. And the illness had been controlling me for so long. There were so many relationships that were ruined. I was doing horrible things to myself because of the mania, because of the anxiety. It wasn't that I was purposely hurting myself, but some of my symptoms of the bipolar disorder would appear And I would behave in ways that, you know, I wouldn't normally behave in. So once I decided that I wanted to get better and I wanted to take care of my mental health, that's when things really started um, turning around for me. So like I said, in my experience, you know, going through the mental health recovery journey, The decision is basically the second step after acceptance because you won't be able to do anything until you have accepted that you do have a mental illness. Now, accepting it does not mean you um, paint or you portray a picture of doom and gloom. Because it's totally possible to live a good life despite a diagnosis. Now, Society will have us believe that all people that have mental illnesses, you know, they're crazy. That's one of the words that I absolutely dislike. They'll have us thinking that, you know, people with mental illnesses are crazy. They're homeless. They're dirty. They're disheveled. And that's simply not the case. While that may be the case for a portion of the population, that isn't true of everyone that has a mental illness. You look at people like Robin Williams. You look at people like Kate Spade. You look at people like Anthony Bourdain. These were all people who seemed to have a lot going for themselves. They were were successful in their careers, but they also, they lived in shame and they didn't come forward. And, you know, something really unfortunate and really sad happened to them. And that's why I'm here, because I want people to know that you that does not have to be your fate. That does not have to be your fate. Um, so that's really important for us to keep in, in mind.
Now, let me just go back and say this. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't I got diagnosed, then I accepted it, then I decided to do better. You know, it wasn't like, you know, on Monday I got diagnosed and then on Tuesday I'm like, okay, I accept this. And on Wednesday I'm like, okay, let, you know, how do we, how do we fix this? How do we maintain this? This took place over several years. So now as I'm going back and I'm speaking on this podcast, I realized that that was my process to begin the recovery journey. I wasn't able to move forward until I accepted what was in my lap. Um, And then once I accepted it, I was able to say, okay, I have this thing, you know, what am I going to do about it? That's when I decided that maintaining and managing my illness properly was the right thing to do. I deserved that. Um, For a long time, I was beating myself up and I was filled with so much shame. I beat myself up for some of the things that I did. And that really, that prolonged the acceptance, the process of acceptance that I was beating myself up and blaming myself for something that I really had no control over. Excuse me. I had control over the fact I had, I did not have control over the fact that I had a mental illness. I did have control over how I acted, how I reacted, and how I would take care of myself. Now, that's not to say that, you know, recovery is just easygoing and it's just once you recover, you know, everything's all good. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can live a life that you desire while simultaneously taking care of your mental illness. It takes some work. It takes some introspection. It takes some looking at yourself. It takes dealing with mental health professionals, but you can get to that point because I have gotten to that point. And that's the thing that I want people to know. This is possible and you are not doomed. So there are so many people who have such wrong information about what it's like to have a mental illness. And I just want to dispel some of those myths and, you know, the stigma behind it because it's really creating, it's creating an environment where people are living in silence and they're afraid to come forward. And we should never be able, we should never feel like we are ashamed to speak our truth. Once we speak our truth, we can do anything. We have to find a solution but once our truth is known, once we once we bask in the truth, we're able to do whatever it is that we want. So I think that is really important um, for people to know and, you know, moving forward. It, the diet, the, il- the illnesses won't go away, but you can live a fulfilling life. So let's 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 try to see if we can change change the language around, you know, what it is to have a mental illness and what it is to live with a mental illness. Um, And that's pretty much how I feel about it. So once you make the decision that you are going to take care of your mental health, a couple of things happen. You begin to develop a greater sense of self-awareness. You begin to appreciate yourself more. And there is an increase 
in self-love. So you become more in love with yourself. You also have a stronger sense of self-confidence as well as a return to your old self. Now, I'm just going to talk about each of those briefly so that I can explain what I mean. When I decided to make the decision, it caused me to really do a self-analysis. It really it really caused me to look within myself. And you know, therapy is great. I am a therapy advocate. But what therapy did for me not only gave me the tools I needed to deal with my mental health disorder, but it also gave me insight into who I was and what I liked and all of those things, which I think sometimes may be missing. It it allowed me to return to myself and it allowed me to find myself. Um, I've said on one of my videos on social media that my mental health journey also allowed me to find myself and it allowed me to do a lot of self-reflection. So it's not about just taking a pill. That's not what it's about. It's about finding who you are, the things that you like, the things that you can enjoy so that you can be more well-rounded and you can make this a lifestyle change. The increased self-love just goes back to the fact of really looking at yourself and looking at some of the things that you like to do and you you start to appreciate who you are. You start to appreciate yourself outside of the mental illness because you are a person who have likes and dislikes and you know troubles and things make you afraid. You have all of that outside of having a mental illness. It's not just, you know, oh the girl with bipolar. No. That girl happens to live with bipolar, but she also has so many other things about herself that's not you know, inclusive of just the bipolar. So that process allowed me to really appreciate who I was as a person. It allowed me to see myself in a in a more positive light. And it also allowed me to gain the strength, gain, I'm sorry, gain the strength and gain the self-confidence that I needed to not allow people to treat me any kind of way. Because something happens when you're when you're not when you're not well and when you're not managing your illness properly, people will treat you terribly if you allow them. And then if they find out you have a mental illness, some people, not all, begin to think that you're, you know, you're a burden and Everything, the, the, the illness is, is magnified as if you aren't a person who has feelings outside of a person who lives with an illness. So, you know, the decision really allows you to gain a stronger sense of self-confidence in yourself. Another thing that the decision did for me was to allow me to return to my old self. My old self was in hibernation for those 12 plus years that I was just running amok and not being treated and not well. My old self went to sleep. 
So once I started working on myself and working on my illness, she reawakened. And this is who is talking to you right now. This is my old self. I had to make some adjustments. I had to make some changes. But my old self came back. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, I really do think that, you know, the bipolar disorder made me a better person. And that might sound a little bit radical. It might sound a little bit over the top. But it really did make me a better person. So the lesson for today is... The decision, the decision to take care of yourself is only a positive thing and you'll reap so many benefits from it. So I'm going to leave it at that and I'll be back on the next episode and I hope you enjoy your day. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Beautiful Banter. I will see you again next week. For more on my mental health recovery journey, please visit my blog, Beautiful Brain Collective. You can visit the website at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Beautiful Brain Collective. Take care until next time.